Welcome to The Short Score, your weekly update of rope and news from around the industry, where you can find the latest on the sport from the pro rodeo ranks to the jackpot world. I'm Taylor Vollen, and I'm your host. Welcome back, everyone, to The Score, Vegas edition. It's your temporary host, Taylor Vollen. Tonight's episode is a fun and exciting one. We were all hoping Coleman Proctor and Logan Medlin would turn things around soon, and they finally did. After two no times to kick off the 2023 NFR, Coleman and Logan were 3-7 tonight to win round three. And they did it on a steer that was supposed to be one of, if not the strongest and toughest in this pin. Our real host of the score, Chelsea Schaefer, sat down with Coleman and Logan here in the press room at the Thomas and Mac to talk about everything from their steer, horses, mindset, and the win. This episode is presented by CSI Saddle Pads. CSI has supported our multimedia coverage of all things team roping for a decade. Their mission is to make sure you and your horse both enjoy riding, which is why they've created the CSI Saddle Pad and educate and communicate with their customers and the horse community. Do you, you're not gonna hurt my feelings if you say no. Do you ever look at the steer report that we put out that like has Bobby Joe's predictions or on, <laughs> on the steers? No, I'll be honest. Um, and I think I do it all year long. Like I, I don't like taking somebody's word for a steer, you know, because it's so hard to believe somebody else's eye as far as I want to see the steer and I just want to watch and make my own assumption of him. My wife, she gets in here, steer break-in day. I, we catalog all, it's 18 minutes of edited video, every steer that ran in, in a row, each number. So, you know, I, I just, every night when I get the draw, I come back to the rig and I, I go to my computer and I, I go back to the catalog and I find him. I send the run to Medlin and say, hey, buddy, here's what we got. And then I, I, that's what I make my game plan off of. Mm-hmm. So I am curious. So what do you say about our steer tonight? You had the strongest, toughest one in the pen. Yeah. And I, I said when Bobby Joe told me that, I said, man, that's not what they needed tonight. <laughs> and I was like wanting you guys to turn it around so bad. Oh, yeah. So. I mean, but sometimes you make the best runs on the ones guys don't think are very good. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because you're, I don't know, because you got to be a little more aggressive. I knew our steer tonight from watching the break-in. What's hard about the break-in is headers aren't really getting a hold of them like they will in the purse. Yeah. So, you know, Derek had ran that steer, and when he stuck it on his horns, he kind of stood his horse up and made that sorrel kind of come around the corner and not ripping the ground up. And, man, that horse, that steer was hitting like a typewriter, just tap, 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 tap. And so I knew tonight, like, with Heisman and how great he is at taking the saddle horn from him, uh, I knew if I could get the steer to the end of it and not swing his hips too far down the pin that I'd be able to open him up and give my guy a chance. So I just tried to give good angles. I'll be honest with you. Medlin's a 10, and he's the best healer in the world, so all I got to do is get him legal. You know what I mean? <laughs> what did you think when you saw that steer? He sent you the video? Yeah, it's kind of the same, same type thing. We could talk about it every, t- every night, and I, I knew he was going to probably run straight, and, and if they'll run straight, I feel like our team has got a chance. I mean, if they – if they will just give us an honest go, I don't really feel like even if one's strong or one lopes, Coleman can hit the barrier and get it on him, and that base sets him on the end of it. And whenever they set him on the end of it and get him in tow, we're going to be fast enough. I don't really – I never back in there, never have, trying to speed things up, roping with Coleman, whether it's at the NFR or at the jackpot. Our run is fast enough. And so I just know that if I do my job, the time will take care of itself. Mm-hmm. 
and I will say, you know, when we watched a video of that steer, Heisman's been pretty quick about taking the horn. So like round one, when I got the neck and the steer was off the right, like I sent the steer too far down the pin and kind of took the momentum away from, from Logan. And then like round two, I kind of let the steer hit too far down the pin and it got real straight right at the time he wanted to heal him. So I knew that steer being kind of piggy and, and not really wanting to give you his head and he was going to be pretty straight bodied. I honestly thought we could go pretty fast on him. So, I mean, probably because I'm a forever optimist, like I just always find the best parts of the steer because like my dad used to say, it's the only one they're going to give you, you better start liking him. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's awesome. Um, Logan, were you, is what he assessed with his, the way he was handling the steers and, and how those steers were hitting the first two rounds, is that what you felt too? Or were you unsatisfied with something you were doing? I was... I mean, that's one thing about rolling with Coleman is, is he healed enough to know what makes something easy and what makes one not hard back there? He's not giving himself as much credit as he should. They weren't that bad. I mean, I'm a 10. I'm supposed to catch those. But I didn't have the right, I didn't have the right mentality the first two rounds. I, I wanted to kind of go back to being, being myself and getting to the end of it, being aggressive, looking for the first first jump you know i mean i wasn't spot throwing telling myself i was going to throw there but i at least wanted to ride my horse the right way and i didn't do that the first two rounds the first what two rounds mean? like i would say stay in my lane a little bit longer mm-hmm. not crowd i have a bad habit of wanting to crowd in there too mm-hmm. early and put him in a tough spot to where then he has to drag him out from underneath me mm-hmm. and that's what i did on the first two rounds the first round i was so late that it didn't matter it didn't matter i had screwed us up but even last night i just for whatever reason, was just crowding in there too soon and not staying in my lane and getting around them. Because if I can get behind them, I catch. I mean, I can. it, it doesn't matter if they suck back to the inside, but if I'm square behind them, I feel like I can catch them no matter where they go. I just got to get to the right spot. And I know Coleman's going to do his job, and so that's what I was mainly just trying to tell myself to stay in my lane and get behind them. Well, and I think, too, like the handle is so much like the haze, you know. It's not about trying to make, like, he doesn't have to haze him in a certain area for me to catch. It's all about just trying to be as fast as we can be. And so when I'm talking about the way that I handle a steer, it's, it's mainly we're talking about how, how long it's going to take to get the clock dropped. You know, mm-hmm. the first round, you know, I had it on him fast enough to win the round, but the way that I pulled the momentum away from, from Logan, it was just going to take too long to get the finish to win first. And that was what our goal is every time we come in here. Last night, I just noticed how straight I let the steer get and the angles change. And I know that can be difficult for a healer. And, you know, anytime I talk the handle with Logan, we're never really talking about, like, he never expects me to handle them perfect for him to be able to catch. We're just always trying to cut the fat out of the run and make mm-hmm. us the most efficient, fastest team that we can be. Yeah, I like that. That makes a lot of sense. Um, Heisman, that steer was great for you guys tonight, but uh, it, there was a particular part of that steer that maybe wasn't as ideal um, as we wanted it to be. Please, please, for I couldn't really tell what was going on um, on what the was TV. Going on, what was going on was I was panicking over there, man. I'll be honest. <laughs> I want out of there. Like I, I take a long time in the box. So did I know, right? And that's what we're both we're both pretty programmed to like. I want to hit the corner and it's go time. You'll notice I kind of sit at the front because I kind of have my own process, man. I come in, I turn, and I kind of have a little visit with myself. I talk to Heisman a little bit, maybe. But then when I make the turn, I want to like see it going on his horns. That's why I stay at the front of the box a little longer. I want to see my rope going on there. And then when I hit the corner, I want to go. And that steer was fighting our pusher. Andy does such a great job. He's done a great job out here every year for us. Uh, you know, but he was just fighting them nonstop. And so when I hit the corner, we'd kind of be ready. And I don't want Heisman to have to sit there too long because the start happens so fast. I don't want a delayed, a delayed switch. I don't want a clutch to slip whenever I drop my hand. And uh, man, it just wouldn't ever quit. Then he would fight it. He'd get up. And then, you know, thankfully, I got Riley Webb, maybe the greatest calf rubber of all time, we're going to say, possibly. 
sitting there helping me out. He's like, hey, he's off the corner a little bit. Like, well, shoot, I'm off the corner too now. So I'd come <laughs> forward and then I nodded. He stuck his nose in the chute. And I think we've all had it happen at the house, you know. And one time he banged the chute and I thought my horse was going to go past the barrier. And I'm like, husband, <laughs> calm your emotions, man. Like, I've had to tell him several times, like, listen, only one of us can be nervous and it's not you. Like, you're supposed to be the professional here. Just sneak me out, do like you normally do, shake your head at me, whatever. I don't care, but get me out of the barrier and give me a chance. And when the gate didn't open, then I ride forward, and you know, mind you, we're on the clock, 40 seconds, it's a $200 fine, and then it goes up and it doubles every 20 seconds. So don't, I mean, that's also in the back of your mind, especially when you haven't won anything yet. And so when I, when I turned around, I kind of just had to chuckle and laugh about it, and then it kind of just, kind of let you hit reset and relax, and my horse calmed down, and everything calmed down, and then it worked out in our favor. Yeah, if you hadn't won anything, it would have been like, is it... Oh. safety in football like that would have like you'd have been in the negatives at the nfr i mean yeah <laughs> yeah between the tickets and my daughter's candy habits we're going to be going the wrong direction <laughs> oh what were you thinking over there was it icing you at all no i you know i got blaine blaine's in there soon to be brother-in-law he's in there kind of standing behind cantina just petting on him trying to give him a place to relax and so really every time you know coleman would get in there and he couldn't couldn't get the steer to stand up. He'd ride up, so it kind of let me give him a little release, and and he he handled it good. I was probably more wound up than my horse was, and so and that's great. If I'm if my horse is dialed in, it'll be it'll be a good week. And your horse last year, we were sitting here talking about how he felt. You know, he was green in situations. Mm-hmm. He felt green. Has anything felt green with him the last three rounds? No, he he's he's felt good. I mean, he's he got most of all of it this summer. I mean, ninety percent of it probably, and you know he's he he does good. I mean, he's kind of gotten more solid now. There's obviously some times where he might get his blood to pumping a little bit, but he's never in your way. I don't feel like, and the Governor's Cup is what gave me the confidence mm-hmm. to ride him here because it got super fast, and at the very end we had to be I don't remember how fast we had to be to be to win it, but we were three four, and all he had to do was give me seventy percent of what. Mm-hmm. I needed from you know I didn't need all hundred percent. He wasn't in my way, and he melted off, and that right there gave me the confidence that he'll be great for the NFR. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's one of two Tongue River horses here. Paul's on a Paul's Tongue River on, horse. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're pretty tough suckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul, Paul's horse is good. Coulter rode him a lot at the mm-hmm. end of the year, and then um, uh, Paul's riding him here. But that's that's a good horse, and and the Tongue River's done a good job of. I don't think mine is cantinas related, related, related to him. My gray is related mm-hmm. to him, but they uh, now they got good horses. They got good foundation, you know, and they're tough. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you can ever <laughs> if you can ever break an egg in them, they're really good horses. <laughs> but uh, no, they're they're they've been great people to work with, and I'm just lucky to have mine. Very good. Do you know how much Heisman's won in this building? Have you ever added <laughs> it up? Because I, I know a girl that's probably going to have to do that now. <laughs> so. You know, I don't know. I started riding him here in 2015. I rode him in the first three rounds and won 15000 And then we won. Uh, I got on my old horse booger. And, and you know, uh, we placed an average that year. And I came back the next year. Didn't didn't have a great finals. And then uh, Billy Jack and I won about 100000 when I rode him for most of that finals. And I've rode him ever since. And really, in 19, I didn't do a very good job on him. So, I don't know. I'd say it's somewhere... 350 400,000 I don't know it's, he's one enough that makes my banker happy when I go home so yeah, and I'm that. happy to have him and I'll be honest with you uh, he's one enough that I tolerate the head shaking and the attitude and that he gets his own Tiffany that comes here and pampers him all week she takes care God of him love her. Yeah. you know like she honestly that's the fabric that holds the deal together because I never step on him until I, it's time to go in the box because 
it's just best. Her energy matches him so much better than mine, and, and we kind of butt heads a little bit from time to time, and, and I think it's great. We're kind of like just two brothers, you know what I mean? We're both wanting to win, but we're both competitive, and, and whenever she can have him and relax him, and he gets his beamer every day, and he gets all the stuff that he needs throughout the day, uh, you know, of course, Signature Equine's done a great job of keeping him sound for that long. Not a lot of horses have that long of a run in this building, you know, and and he's done a great job of just getting better the longer I've rode him out here, and that's a real rarity. It feels like the Thomas and Mac is is a good spot to end one's career because it gets them too tight. Is, but yeah. but he's done a great job of just getting tougher and better. And, and man, he is such a weapon for us out here. Mm-hmm. He is. And you did uh, you mentioned Tiffany? That made me think. Just the last question. A lot of guys really try to limit their signings and limit what they have to do throughout the day. You are here doing the Purina show some days. You have, I'm guessing that your signing schedule is not very limited. No, you know, that's one thing Jake Long told me when I came out here the first time. I needed to get help. And thankfully, uh, Tiffany was available. And she's been at every one of these with me. And, and she's been in every big moment in my rodeo career. She's been a big part of it. And, you know, my wife and I both are so thankful to have Tiffany on the team. I know Logan and his wife are too. Uh, you know, because I'm busy. But it, it helps me. And everybody's asked me that. And I think that was something Logan was kind of asking me the first year we made it out here. Because we do have the Purina show I have to do every night. And, and I said, it helps me so much to compartmentalize and not be able to stew over last night or be too excited about last night because you get up, you got a job to do from from breakfast to lunch, and then you got a job to do from lunch to the perf. And then once I come back from the show, and then it, you know we get the video of our steer, and I send it to Logan. That's when I snap into it, and it's game time. And then I'm not mentally exhausted all day mm-hmm. from stewing on it. And I think it was the first year we came out here. I had to do the show the next day, and I curled the front leg and I ran the steer all over the arena. It was embarrassing. Probably one of the second most embarrassing runs I've ever made. The Thomas and Matt. And I remember the next morning I had to get right up and I had to just snap into being a people person again and, and get over it and move on and get your day going. And I think it's really helped me mentally to have so much going on. But like I said, in order to be able to do that, you got to have a great teammate like Tiffany and somebody you can trust wholeheartedly. Like I don't, I don't call her and check on her throughout the day. I, I know that husband's taken care of and he is prepared and ready. And that's the only way I could step on him and never warm him up. You know, I step on him. I know where all my stuff's at. I know everything's ready to go and, and he's as ready as he'll ever be. Uh, second most, I know that was the last question, but second most embarrassing round, what was the first? Do I not remember this? What was was the first most embarrassing (laughs) round? So the first most embarrassing round I ever made, uh, I was roping with Jake Long, and I'd I'd done something, maybe hickey to something, maybe roped something I shouldn't have, and I was at the back end, and I'm on booger, and I'm going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, and I can't get it fished off there, and booger hits me with the saddle horn right up underneath the sternum, and I really thought I was fixing to get sick right on the buck and shoots and then i just wanted to leave you know what i mean and the music kept going and i didn't know how to tell him that i wanted out of the arena i'm turning green i really don't want to do it so that you'll notice that in that run with logan when i'm chasing him around there i never once leaned over that far like i stayed up because <laughs> i knew what could happen the dangers of if you get your sternum hit from the saddle horn okay so you're on booger you're roping with jake long wonder what year that was i don't have all the pictures from every yeah. nfr it, was, it would have been like 2015 i bet no it would have been 2014 I bet. I'm going on a quest. I'll go on a quest as if I had anything else to do. Okay. Now, really, last question. You have. You can ask me some questions. I know. I don't want it. I don't want to keep you guys because, but the notorious Big. Shout out Shane and Jessica Boston. You bet. Do you have any notorious Big head horse prospects fixing to come up the that might be Thomas and Mac worthy? Do I? Yes, I've actually got one out of a mare that's out of a half-brother to Booger and a, and a couple world champion running mares. And everything we've had out of her, I've got a slick baby out of her. And uh, he's really good. I like him a lot. 
but I finally, I finally, that's right. Charlie's taking such great care of me uh, over the years because now that I keep having daughters, we're going to have to have barrel horses, I'm afraid. So no, but I finally, I got her in full um, and she's a beautiful, big red roan, you know, everything she's had. We got an epic leader baby out of her. Like everything she had is real big. So I'm very excited about her. We're maybe putting some size um, on, on having big, having, finally getting her in fold to Notorious B.I.G., and uh, for his mind and his attitude and the way that he goes about everything, I'm so excited to cross him on her. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to one day having him here. If I'm, I mean, if I'm able to stay going. But if I keep having kids, I'm going to have to keep rodeoing. So I guess that's also a possibility. Is, that's, wait, keeping rodeoing is the mature, responsible career well, path it's kind of to funny. support your family is that what you're saying <laughs> it's finally gotten to the point where i kind of have to keep rodeo and i asked steph the other day about me slowing down and coming home and she's like man i'll be honest right now you're finally making money doing this we got to keep doing it you know so no as Just long as, as you get your master's degree like yeah what would you i guess tell 20 gonna... year old Right? Isn't that funny? No, and I just got my bachelor's. I, and I oh, have yeah, looked into a few law okay. schools to do online so that I could finish that up and then maybe, maybe, you know, something to think about while we're rodeoing because I don't know. It's, it's been great. A tri- you know, it. I'll be, I'll be tripping steers, healing steers, and then defending other team ropers. I love it. I think our possibilities are endless. What are you going to be defending them from? Do you know my friends? I mean, that's why I told Jeff Long, <laughs> yes. like a long time ago, I said, man, one of us is going to have to be a lawyer, you know what I mean, when we was growing up. But no, we're all maturing now, you know what I mean? And, and so now it's getting to the point that they're all, you know, successful and whatnot. So maybe it'll be more just transferring deeds and, and, and being able to do wealth management of, of helping people keep their money, you know what I mean? Team ropers? Yeah, absolutely. Team ropers who have other jobs. Other people that are not me, team ropers. I'm good at spending all my money, so, you know, that. Thanks, Coleman. Thank you.